Good evening and welcome to Hitzer Stoves, Fireplaces, and Outdoor Patio Solutions Sports Weekly. I'm Randy Fudge, along again with Michael Sprunger. And our special guests tonight in the studio with us are the men's basketball team from Norwell High School and Coach Mike McBride. And we'll be talking to them a little bit later in the show. But we want to begin by saying thank you to all of our faithful sponsors, Adams Woodcrest, Adams Memorial Hospital, Dr. Harshman's Adams County Vision Center, Decatur Hardware and Rental, Graber Insurance, Craigville Appliance, Mind's Eye Graphics, and our only lead sponsor for the last 20 years, Hitzer Stoves and Fireplaces of Burn. So set back and relax for the next 60 minutes as we talk Adams and Wells County High School sports and expand out to college and professional and everything else Michael and I can talk about and get in in this time. So welcome to the show and we'll be right back after our opening messages. Make your home more comfortable during this winter weather. A new gas fireplace or existing fireplace remodeled by Hitzer will surely make your fireplace the comfort center of your home. Contact the professionals at Hitzer to talk about gas, wood, and anthracite fireplace options. Want to update the old brick fireplace that you've always had? Stop by Hitzer to see barbed beam mantles, custom wood mantles, or stone veneer finishes. Hitzer, your local fireplace design and patio experts. 269 East Main Street in Bern. Network offers rehabilitation in three locations to better serve you with physical therapy, occupational therapy, speech therapy, and comprehensive orthopedic therapy all under one roof. At Adams Memorial Hospital, 1100 Mercer Avenue in Decatur, the Burnout Patient Clinic in the Swiss Village Complex, and Adams Heritage, 12011 Whittern Road in Monroeville. Call Adams Memorial and get your independence back as quickly and safely as possible. Adams Health Network, exceptional care, close to you. Your sight is precious. Your eye care professional invaluable. Dr. Alan Harshman's Adams County Vision Center is conveniently located at 815 South 13th Street at Indicator. Dr. Harshman's experience combined with state-of-the-art technology assures you the finest eye care available. Dr. Harshman's Adams County Vision Center offers the latest in contact lenses and frames. Dr. Harshman and his staff look forward to seeing you for all your eye care needs. Call 724-4111. Welcome back to Hitzer Stoves, Fireplaces, and Outdoor Patio Solutions. I'm Randy Fudge. And Michael Sprunger. Randy, it's good to see you tonight. Uh, it's nice to have the sun out. Weather's a little nicer than it was the last two weeks that we've been on the air. and uh, so The snow's all gone. Yeah, there was like, uh, the kids made a snowman last weekend, and there's probably, it was probably a good three foot tall, and it's about um, three inches tall is the only piece of snow left. Yeah, I so. have no snow left, and my dog is heartbroken because she loves playing in the snow. Maybe you have to get a snow machine for the backyard for Roxy. Uh, well, that takes money. Well, make your own. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Always need some ice and some water <laughs> and a fan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> Michael? A lot of sports went on this last week, and a lot of sports. It's winding down. the The winter season's winding down, and yeah, we're coming up to one of my favorite times of year. Of course, it was more favorite before we had class basketball, mm. and that's what we call Hoosier hysteria. Right. And yes, guys, you can. I'm old. I, I remember the one. Just everybody played well, everybody. I do too. Um, yeah, I and when I was in sixth grade, uh, we had a teacher, one of our teacher history teacher would fill out the bracket on his classroom door with all the sections. Did he have winners. the big the big Eckerts? Yeah. Yeah. And so I actually printed it out 
or got one one year and filled it out at home and you know, I looked at the Fort Wayne paper to get the scores. I grew up in Fort Wayne, as, as you know, and we had Fort Wayne 1 and Fort Wayne 2. And so we had sectional action Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and two championships on Saturday. Were all the games played at the Coliseum? All, every game at the Coliseum. Yeah. So I, basketball junkie was loving it. I remember, too, uh, as a young kid watching NBC 33 uh, when they played in the Memorial Coliseum for, I think, a semi-state when they all used to alternate between Fort Wayne and South Bend, they didn't. They didn't alternate between Fort Wayne. Fort Wayne hosted every year, and then when we had the blizzard in 1978, the Coliseum was already booked, and so they moved the semi-state to Notre Dame, and that's when South Adams was in the in the semi-state. You mean 93? 93, but in 78. <laughs> sorry, in 78. No, you're good. In 78 with the blizzard, <laughs> they played the sectional. And maybe the regional, someone have to call. Maybe someone will call us. But then there was a three week, a three week break in the state tournament because of the blizzard. Wow! And you. they played what they called these uh, practice games. Okay. And so anybody that was left in the tournament, you could schedule up to two games during that time. Sure. That the state tournament wasn't working. We got to get someone on here to talk about that. We do. Like Steve Zerker, if you're listening, give us a Dick call. Dick McCain or Dick McCain, yeah. Jack Meyer. But I remember during those three week that three week break. Me and some buddies from Fort Wayne, we'd travel all over the place and go watch these practice games. You didn't have school, but you could get around for that. Oh, yeah, definitely. Hmm. Interesting. And we saw a guy from Hammond, Hammond Knoll named Thad Garner. He, so he could travel down. They were able to travel down to Fort Wayne, but we couldn't have school. That's right. <laughs> it's kind of like today. Sounds legit, yeah. You know, We can travel wherever we want to, but there's, there's no school because we can do e-learning. Right. You, got, you guys do e-learning at Norwell? You get a lot out of that, don't you? <laughs> I I my mom my mom says that she figures when if we'd have had that when I was a kid my brother and I would have not liked it my sister would have done okay and my brother and I would have just complained and pushed it off yeah <laughs> me too here's the Adams Woodcrest weekend review beginning on Thursday February thirteenth boys swimming uh, South Adams defeated Marion one fifty eight. Marion 64 and Southside of Fort Wayne 47. Boys basketball, it was DeKalb 59, Belmont 47. On Friday, February 14th, Adams Central 57, South Adams 46, Belmont 48, Angola 37, Bluffton 49, Northfield 38, Norwell 49, Huntington North 47. We'll come back to that. I have a question about that. Okay. And Woodland 69, Southern Wells 54. Saturday, February 15th, boys basketball. The Adams Central and Eastside game was rescheduled due to the Adams Central girls playing in the regional. And then we had the girls regional Saturday, the 2A regional at Winnemac. Bremen defeated Andrean in game one. And then South Central defeated Adams Central 41-36. In a game again, Michael, where for the third time in the year, third time in the season, Adams Central had a lead going into the fourth quarter. This one only five points, but they gave up the lead and, and lost the game. Yeah, definitely you got to be encouraged when you go into the fourth quarter with a lead, even if it's five points. Any lead going to the last quarter you feel good about. Um, and then just to just not have that extra little oomph that you needed to get through the fourth quarter with the victory. South Central went on that evening to defeat Bremen 47-36, and I was looking up on the prognosticators for this weekend. South Central's taking on Frankton in the north semi-state, and South Central's favored in the semi-state. Yeah, and they, I mean, they would have come in, and they had the same record as Adam Central, didn't they, coming in? Yep. They probably are now, what, 21? 
and three six foot six foot tall girls. Yeah, that's probably for the size of the school that probably doesn't happen. Um, every four years, there's probably not that coming in freshman class. Right. <laughs> in the three A regional that was held at Belmont, it was Norwell defeating Winchester sixty six to forty three, and then Benton Central, the favorite, defeated Garrett in the night in the night contest. It was Benton Central forty nine. Norwell forty three. Now pass the mic over there or second to any do one you, of these guys. Well, do you know what that score was of the Benton Central Garrett game? I do not. Okay, because remember we talked about how Garrett had won. It wasn't close. Okay, Garrett had won by like one point in the last two games. Did you guys go to the girls' game? That's what I want to know. Yeah. Uh, we did. And forty nine forty three. Take me through the last. Uh, was Norwell trailing the whole game? Were they ahead? Were you know? Well, I, I think I remember Noel was winning most of it. Okay. And they, like, slipped up in the last quarter, and they, uh, Ben Central took the lead. So was Norwell leading going into the fourth quarter? Mm, I'm not sure. No, Coach no, Coach shaking his head no. Yeah. Great, just, great season for the Lady Knights, though. Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, in wrestling on Saturday at the Fort Wayne Semi-State, Adams and Wells Counties. Athletes that qualified, Belmont 3, Adams Central 1, South Adams 1, Norwell 2, Southern Wells 3, Bluffton 1, and Jay County 2. And I have some results for those. At 160 pounds, it was Ike Rubel of Belmont picking up the championship. Yeah, big time. I mean, that's awesome as a freshman. He got taken down in one match on Saturday. In one match, and right? ticked him <laughs> off. Yeah, fire. And he went out and pin, pin. Pin, I, pin. I also saw another some fire in another match too. <laughs> yeah. After the Southern Wells, yes, wrestler got, um, I guess, disqualified. We'll talk about yeah, that in a minute. Yeah. So. Yeah. At 113 pounds, Ethan Riley from Jay County got fourth. 126 pounds, Landon Birch from Bluffton finished second. 138 pounds, Kyle Lawson, our our buddy from Belmont, was he finished third, but he was leading yeah. his match. With about 16 <laughs> seconds to go, and he just got got a little excited. Got, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> and made a made a bad move, and his guy got him in the cradle and he pinned him. And yeah. Lawson was winning that match because he was up. I think you said seven to two, right? Yeah. And Lawson came back and destroyed his guy for third. <laughs> and that's yeah. <laughs> At 145 pounds, Adams and Wells counties were well represented. Finishing in fourth place was AJ Dole of South Adams. In third place was William Fichter of Southern Wells, and claiming the semi-state championship. Uh, at 145 pounds was Alex Curry of Adams Central. 160 pounds, Jed Perry of Southern Wells finished third. 170 pounds, Jacob Duncan of Southern Wells finished fourth. 182 pounds, Mason Winter from Jay County was beat. Yeah. Finished second. Yeah, but. Number two in the state. He yeah. Got beat. So that could be a big difference in what his draw is, you know, going down to Friday night. Well, I certainly wouldn't want to wrestle Winter on Friday night. No. Definitely not. You guys know Mason Winter? No, he doesn't play basketball. If you did, you'd be bruised. (laughs) (laughs) Sam Walker from Norwell finished fourth. I'm sure you all know Sam. 195 pounds. Caden Freet from Belmont finished second, but he had to injury default in that championship match as he injured his knee that's already been uh, operated on twice, I think. Right. So any word on? Well, they say he's going to try to go. Okay. I mean, that's the least you can do. Is go down there and try unless you have a test this week that says he, otherwise. He got back up during his championship match, and basically for about 20 seconds he wrestled on one leg. And then the coach, Coach uh, Gunson, came out and said so the it, match is over and right. took, took him off the mat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's – you know, we got to 
player safety comes first and you what I mean you don't know what's going on right then with the knee but um there's no point in right well you want you want to be able to walk right yeah yeah so. that's that's important 220 pounds uh I can say this a stud from Norwell Kale Gray is your champion undefeated and uh looking for uh, looking for a placement down the state so you know, kind of like you saw anyone that followed semi-state on the radio or saw the results is, you know, you can have one loss or no losses and get picked off by someone in semi, you know. And so same with the state finals, you know, he's going to go down, wrestle Friday night, and he could face a really good fourth-place finisher from another semi-state. Well, we're going to talk about that right here real quick because okay. I have who's going to wrestle who on Friday and, night. And get beat, so. Boys basketball last night, though, uh, Fort Wayne Wayne, 78, South Adams, 58, North Miami, 67, Southern Wells, 65, Adams Central, 63, Southwood, 53, and Belmont picked up their first victory in any eight action, a 53-48 victory over the East Noble Knights. So, yeah, so like Friday night, you got to win. Friday night to wrestle Saturday. Friday night, if you win, you automatically place. They give eight places at the state. So there's 16 wrestlers in each weight class right now. Right. And here are your matchups. Okay. Or should I wait for the the weekend re- in preview? You know, I'll, I'll let you know, give it that your call. All right, I'm gonna do it now. Okay. Here's your state draws for wrestling. At 168 pounds, Ike Rubel of Belmont is taking on a Evan Durkey, a sophomore from Indianapolis Cathedral, with a record of 33 and seven. So the draw looks favorable. For Ruble there, although Indianapolis Cathedral wrestles a great schedule. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> other than the fact that the schedules may not, and yeah, and then with the big city, you have more people. 113 pounds, Ethan Riley of Jay County got Logan Farmer, a freshman from Crown Point, 35 and 2. At 126 pounds, Landon Birch from Bluffton, who's 42 and 1, got his only loss. Last week in the semi-state has Ben Dalton, a junior from Monrovia, record of 34-2. and two. You'll notice these guys don't have many losses. Yeah. 138, Kyle Lawson, Belmont, 36-3, and three, has James Conway, a sophomore from Floyd Central, 41-2. and two. Floyd Central isn't a name we hear very often in this part of the, of the state. But when they, have, when they have wrestlers at the state, they're good. Yeah. Yeah. 145 pounds, A.J. Dahl from South Adams, record of 31-8. and eight. Got Brock Ellis of Chesterton, and Brock's record is forty-six and zero. Yeah, which is huge. Not a good draw for AJ. No, but you never again. Anything can happen That's when why you, go you wrestle that. him. Yep. Also at one hundred and forty-five pounds, William Feature of Southern Wells, forty-six and two. Got Orlando Cruz, a freshman from Crown Point, thirty-one and six. So the draw looks favorable for Feature there. Alex Curry, Adam Central, thirty-eight and five, semi-state champion. He gets Anthony Poindexter, a junior from Lafayette Harrison, with a record of forty and two. Curry was a semi-state champion, but but he was not sectional and regional. Is that no? Yeah, he lost to Fichter in conference, sectional, and regional. Right, but Fichter didn't wrestle him in the. Fichter got beat by a guy from Carroll, and Curry went out and dominated the kid from Carroll in the final. Yeah, this this kid he's wrestling from Lafayette Harrison got his only two losses in the semi-state. Not a good fourth place person you want to draw. He's coming for blood. One sixty, Jed Perry, Southern Wells, forty one and two. Got Aaron Steinbeck, freshman from Penn, twenty six and seven. Yeah. One seventy, Jacob Duncan, forty one and three from Southern Wells. Got Tyler Wagner, a senior from Cathedral, 
36 and 5. 182, Mason winner, Jay County, 46 and 1. Got Johnny Parker, a junior from Cathedral. Notice a lot of our guys are wrestling Cathedral guys, 35 and 6. Also at 182, Sam Walker, 22 and 9. Got Noah White, a senior from Columbus East, 36 and 6. So the matchup there looks looks like Walker can can compete and maybe even take that match. Yeah, it'd be interesting what team has the most wrestlers, you know, if it's Cathedral or... Well... I mean, you just listed off several. And I'd say Cathedral or Modern Day. Congrats to Southern Walls for sending three. Yeah. 195, Caden Freet, Belmont, 36 and 4. Has James Hoffman from Cathedral, 29 and 11. 220, Kale Gray, Norwell, 33 and 0. Has Reese Condon, a senior from Mooresville, 32 and 11. Now that looks that looks very favorable for for right. Kale Gray. Yeah, but again, we don't knock on wood. Yeah, there you go. Not know the competition. So those are all of the matchups for Friday night, and we're going to come back right after these messages, and we're going to talk to the Norwell Knights coach Mike McBride, and we'll be on the Dr. Harshman's Adams County Vision Center special guest segment. Enjoy neighborhood living and peace of mind for your family in a two-bedroom, one-bedroom, or studio apartment at Adams Woodcrest Assisted Living. New address, new home, new life with household amenities including menu choices and times tailored to your liking. A family room with fireplace and bistro, laundry and housekeeping services. A state-of-the-art response system and medication reminders are included too at Adams Woodcrest Assisted Living, 1300 Mercer Avenue in Decatur. For a private tour, call 260-728-4038. If you're considering purchasing a new washer and dryer, come into Craigville Appliance. We're the area's only Platinum Speed Queen dealer, stocking electric and gas dryers. We're also a servicing dealer. We deliver, we install, or if you want to bring your truck and pick it up, we can load you up, no big deal. Financing, we've always got it. Come in Monday through Saturday at Craigville Appliance. We have washers and dryer pairs with seven-year part and labor warranty, the best in the business. Come into Craigville Appliance. We can get you taken care of. Come in or check us on the web at cappliance.com at seasoncatappliance.com. Find just what you need to get through the winter weather at Decatur Hardware and Rental. Keep water lines from freezing with pipe insulation and heat tapes. Stay extra cozy with a space heater. Choose from oil fill, quartz, ceramic, or infrared styles. Don't forget to keep all the safety equipment in your car for winter driving. We have ice scrapers, snow shovels, ice melter, jumper cables, flashlights, and gloves. Find the right products and helpful service at Decatur Hardware and Rental across from the buggy plant. Do it best. Even though we print worldwide, we are most proud of you, our friends, neighbors, and associates that make Mind's Eye Graphics a world leader in screen printing and embroidery. Hi, this is Greg Kitson, and on behalf of our staff and myself, I want to say thank you for making Decatur and Adams County a great community to live and work. Please think of us at Mind's Eye, 1019 West Commerce Drive, for all your screen printing and embroidery needs. If you can see it in your mind's eye, we can print it. Welcome back to Hitzer Stowe's Fireplaces and Outdoor Patio Solutions. Sports Weekly, Randy Fudge and Michael Sprunger here. And now we're going to go into the Dr. Harshman's Adams County Vision Center special guest segment. And so welcome to the show, to the Norwell Knights. You want to pass that down to your coach first. And Coach McBride, thank you for uh, making the long trek from Wells County over here to Burn to be on the show tonight. Well, we certainly appreciate you guys having us on. Um, and uh, uh, the GPS helped us out. We really weren't too sure where the actual building was, but uh, we figured it out. So now, now we're experts at it. So maybe we can come back again sometime in the future. So 
later this year or next year we can call you or text you or you'll say oh i know where the place is i'll be there i know exactly where it is yeah we can come over we'll find a time to come so but thanks again for having us we're we're very thankful for the opportunity oh you're welcome we look forward to having talking to all the players here in a minute coach why don't you tell us first of all a little bit about your your background uh you said just your fourth year at norwell you coached at cherubusco your coaching experience and and you can even talk about your playing days <laughs> well I don't know that that playing days were a long time ago. I did have opportunity to learn from a from a really good college coach, Coach Mike Lightfoot. Um, you know, he was phenomenal. I learned so much from him during my days playing at Bethel, and um, and uh, it was it was it was a great experience for me. Um, had opportunity to be an assistant at um, uh, Northridge High School. Um, I was an assistant at Carmel as well. Um, I was a head coach at Triton for for a few years, um, and then I was an assistant at Carroll as well. Um, and then I was at Cherubusco for eight years before coming to Norwell. It was a it was a really good move for 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 our family and for myself to come to Norwell. Obviously, who was your head coach? You worked under at Northridge. Uh, that would be Steve Austin. Okay, uh, that would be Steve Austin. He uh, who used to be at South Bend St. Joe. He was at South Bend St. Joe, and then he went to Richmond, came back up Northridge. And, um, and then just finished out his career at Concord a few years ago. So, yeah, so he would be the one. Concord High School back in the day had a guy named Sean Kemp. Yeah, you know, if you Google him, you're probably going to see him in a Supersonics uniform, yes. which we don't even have the Supersonics no. anymore. So these guys here that are sitting by us, I'm not sure how much they know. but uh, uh, Well, do, they, do your guys like to dunk? Well we, well, we got one that does, and then we got two others here that are um, – they experiment with it once in a while, I, I guess I would say. Well, they ought to go back and watch some of Sean Kemp's highlights. Yeah, I, I think Sean Kemp, you know what? Sean Kemp eliminated Norwell from yeah. the semi-state in 1988, Darren Archibald. I was at that game. And, and uh, that was in the Coliseum. Hilliard Yates used to call Concord, Concord, the Concord, Concord Minutemen. Concord Minutemen. <laughs> and, oh, man, they had some great teams. And then and, and they were a lot of fun to watch. And, and uh, okay. Kemp, he was like a man amongst boys, it seemed like, when he was out there on that floor. But No. No, that no, would no. have been – that was later. That was the um, the Jeff Massey years. and um, Kemp yeah. went to Kentucky for a little bit. Not very yeah, long. I think he made a smart move going into the <laughs> NBA draft. That was a good move for him, I think. Yeah, so. And they had a younger guy on that team, uh, Jameer Johnson, yes. who went on to play at Nebraska. And I actually think Jameer – maybe – didn't Jameer play – Against Bailey, then maybe I it might have been. I'd have to go back and look at that one, but I don't know. They they all start to blend together. I had a streak there for a long time, starting back in '74 or '73. I went to the Fort Wayne semi-state every year. Yeah, and uh, it was hard to get a ticket, but uh, yeah. I managed somehow. It was a great semi-state. I mean, there were some great games there, obviously, and um, well, Northside Gym used to host the regional up in my area. And, oh, yeah. and now Northside Gym is actually a semi-state host this year along with Lafayette Jeff. Good. It needs to be. Yeah. So and it's no, back in no games in the state tournament at the Coliseum. Yeah. You know, it's. I think that's one thing these guys don't quite get is the games that were played at Mackey Arena and and um, at um, – Bloomington. Bloomington at, at, at Assembly Hall and then the Coliseum. And yeah. it's a little bit different now. And, and, and I, I, you know, I mean, you can argue if it's good or bad or whatever. I don't know. I don't really have an overall opinion on it. 
Um, but I think as you know, things change. And, things and change. It was great though to play and to watch games where there were ten thousand people in the arena yeah. for a high school game. Yeah, that's it's you you can't. You, you can't quite describe it. Oh, so. well, we're t I'm taking up the guy's time here. Why don't you pass the microphone there? Let's get it to the important people yeah. here. <laughs> so why don't you first of all tell us who you are and maybe who your parents are. Uh, I'm Connor Torson, and my father is Tom Torson, and my mom's Vicky Torson. Okay, and how old were you when you started playing basketball? Um, I don't even know. Really young. Uh, <laughs> my dad has been coaching me from like a very young age. Okay, and is your dad still a coach? Uh, no, he stopped after me. He's a referee. He's a referee. He's a now. referee. Yes. Oh, very good. Uh -huh. well, he won't. He can't referee your games. No, he can't. No. <laughs> so, you're, are you one of those guys who uh, you listen to your coach McBride, or do you come back to your bench and look up in the crowd and start talking to your dad? Yeah. I no. I don't. I focus on the game and focus on my coach during that. I don't pay attention to him. <laughs> okay. That well, that's good. That's good. I've seen a few guys this year who they go back to their bench and they're all upset and. They're not listening to their coach at all. They're looking up in the stands. Next thing I see, their father up there, and that irritates me. Mm -hmm. Irritates yeah. me. So what's your favorite part about basketball? I like being around the teammates and stuff. It's, like, really fun. Can you shoot? <laughs> um, n not really. <laughs> well, sometimes. What, what's, what would be your major contribution to this Norwell team? That's, by the way, 18-1. and one, and NEA champions for the first time. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, normally, I just bring up the ball, then pass it away. <laughs> are you the point guard? <laughs> yes, I am. Okay. Yes, yes, I get those assists. And are, do you play defense? I, yeah. <laughs> Underrated defender? Rebound? Rebound from the guard position? A um, little bit. A little bit. Okay. Pass her on there. Tell us who, who you are and who your parents are. Uh, my name is Will Geiger. My mom, or my yeah, my mom is Kristen Geiger, and my my daddy's Chris Geiger. Okay, and again, same question for you. How old were you when you started playing basketball? Uh, I think I was pretty young. It's it's hard to remember sometimes, but uh, he, I actually played with Connor, and his dad actually coached us for uh, a good amount of years. Okay, so you guys both played AAU ball. Yeah. Do you like AAU ball? Not as much as high school. It was definitely more fun. Uh, Back in elementary days at the Jay County Community Center, but yeah, it doesn't compare to high school basketball. Okay, and you'd be the dunker out of the three. I would. I would. <laughs> what, what's 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 your favorite dunk? The ones I make. <laughs> the ones you make. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You mean not not like the guy from Maryland last night who missed two dunks in the game? No, I. I you try and play it safe in a game. <laughs> two handed or one handed? Uh, usually two. Yeah. Okay, and. Do you have any idea how many dunks you've had this season? Uh, four. Your teammate can say four. Yeah, he's holding up, <laughs> I guess, four. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think I saw one of those dunks. Yeah, I, I he dunked once against Adam Central, I think. Bluffton. Bluffton twice. Bluffton twice? Yeah. Maybe yeah. a little bit more than four. Yeah, he's had more than four. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Six or seven. And uh, what would you say is your range on your shooting? Uh, <laughs> it depends. Sometimes uh, – uh, sometimes I can knock down a, an open three, and then sometimes it's better just to stick with layups. So <laughs> it okay. varies. Well, you know, we were talking about uh, Sean Kemp there. His his range, I think, coach was about two feet. <laughs> but he was. Uh, I saw I saw him play when he was a freshman. My father in law took it to Concord, and uh, he he was just a man child. I mean, just 
ridiculous. But uh, his ra- he didn't have very much range. But he got a lot of money in the NBA for not having any range. Uh, I'm guessing he was probably like a seven-footer, pretty six eleven, six eleven. Yeah, very athletic. Yep, that'll do. Rebounded, dunked. Yeah. So, what would be uh, your major contribution to the Norwell Knights? Um, I, probably rebounding. I I feel like I do a pretty good job rebounding, and and when they need me to uh, to score, they throw it down in the post, and I think I'm pretty about making those layups. So <laughs> most are of you, the time. Are you a double double guy? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what What are you averaging? Oh, uh, crap. Twenty and thirteen. That's yeah. those are pretty good stats. Yeah, not bad. Okay, <laughs> and uh, we'll we'll come back to you in a minute here, but I'll just pass yeah. it on there, Mr. Fetterspill. How are you? Pretty good. I had a friend last name Fetterspill in Fort Wayne. Yeah, you have any relatives a, up there? Yeah, I have my dad's sides up there in Fort Wayne. And what was your dad's first name? Sean. Any any uncle's name Ernie? Uh, not off the top of my head. No. Honestly. Okay. Ernie Fetterspill. He was a decent basketball player. Played for Northside. Oh. So yeah, yeah. So, tell us who your parents are and uh, and uh, when you started playing basketball. Uh, my parents, my mom is Lisa Fetterspiel, my dad Sean Fetterspiel, and I'd probably say I started playing basketball like in second grade. And what what's your major contribution to this team? Uh, probably be like uh, one of the three senior leaders on our team and just like uh, getting the ball to Will and getting the ball to other teammates and just rebounding the ball. And are you a leader by action or a leader by voice or both? Both both that you say that's a, a strength in you yeah i feel like uh towards coming into my senior year i've really bought into that role of trying trying to be and actually being a senior leader and getting like the our younger classmen like bought, bought into the program okay we're going to skip to a real serious question here what do you want to be remembered for at norwell what's the legacy you want to leave behind um i don't necessarily mean for like I mean, not me personally, but, like, just, like, I feel like I don't want to be remembered just for me, but, like, the team I played on. So, like, just leaving a legacy for, like, how we, my team this year, how we performed and how far we went. They talked last night on the, I watched a lot of Big Ten games on the Maryland game. Uh, Anthony Cowan is a, a great player for them, point guard. And he goes up to their announcer every game, and he looks at his hand, and his announcer has a ring on from that from a championship. And Anthony Cowan said, I don't care about all the accolades, all the Big Ten honors. He says, I want one of those. I want to be involved with the championship. Mm-hmm. So you got one. Yep. And now you're looking for more. Yep. So the draw comes this Sunday. Anybody you particularly want to play or don't want to play? I I think, honestly, it would be great with anybody. That's the perfect answer. Have you played everybody in your sectional? Uh, I don't think, no, we haven't. There's a couple that we haven't played. Okay. Two you haven't played. Now we know Oak Hill's decent. Oak Hill's got a solid team, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Pass her on there. What's What's the legacy you want to leave behind at Norwell? Um, kind of like Drew was saying, I, I'd love to be uh, remembered as the team that they got to state and, and, and won. I mean, we always – hear about the 2012 team that made to to semi state and and that was a <laughs> an amazing team and uh I'd just love to be the first team in Norwell history to, to bring home a state championship. So you were 10 years old back then. Probably, yeah. Yeah. I I know you, I know you can do that kind of math. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Should be able to. <laughs> who who was the main guy on that team? Oh man, uh I know there was 
Van Meter and you had uh, Feather, Featherston and uh, Kyle Philman. Josh Van Meter. We've had his name on the show a few times. I was I was able to broadcast Norwell's state championship baseball game when they won the state when he was a senior. Great game down in Victory Field. So, yeah. Okay. What's the legacy you want to leave behind at Norwell? I would agree with them, with the team and everything. But <laughs> I think uh, I would like to have people, like, just my attitude. I always have a good attitude. I try to not, like – be down and everything if we're having a bad game or a bad day i try to like lift everyone up lift everyone's attitude up and stuff okay. coach what's it going to take to win that sectional well you know anytime you want to win a sectional uh you've got to be good defensively um i think you got to be able to play good defense you got to be able to take care of the basketball and take good shots um you got to be able to rebound the ball well and i think the other thing is making free throws. I mean, I, I know there's several things there that I'm saying, yeah. but I think you want to advance and you want to win in the tournament, you've got to be good at, at those fundamental things. And, you know, that's something that we've been very solid in all year. Um, we have to continue to be good at those. And um, But there's a lot. There's going to be a lot of teams in that sectional that are going to be gunning for us. Um, and, uh, you know, you get to where we're at right now and people want to beat you. They want to knock you off. And so what helps us is we've got good leadership from the seniors um, to help us keep us grounded and focused on that task at hand, trying to stay in the present just the one game at a time. So um, so I think just the right mentality and, and then just to being good at the fundamental things. And I think these guys and how they've, how they've answered things tonight show you that they have a, a very team-first mentality. Um, and that they are all about what's on the front of the jersey, Norwell, and and that's what they want to that's what they want to put the focus into, and 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 um, they want to accomplish something yeah. as a team. Team first. Yeah. Team first, and the six teams in your sectional, mm -hmm. and so two teams are going to get a first round bye. Yeah. Would you rather have a first round bye, or would you rather play? Well, I mean, you know, I don't know. It's a I'd kind of like to draw into a Tuesday night game. Um, I think playing on that Tuesday night just gives you a little bit of a – I think that first quarter of that sectional action and the first quarter of the opening game of the season are always just – there's a little tenseness there for everybody involved and both sides and the fans and the coaches. And I think as you get that out of your system, then you realize, hey, look, we're, we're still playing the same game that we've been playing all season. Um, and so – I think that's where seniors, I mean, I think I look at postseason, seniors tend to really perform well in the sectional. I think a lot of it just has to do with the maturity um, and understanding they've been there, they've gone through that. Um, but we have some young kids. I think it would be great for us to get them into a Tuesday night game and get them into some sectional action right away and just kind of let them settle into the game um, and, and get those young kids that opportunity. Now, with that said, We've got some young kids that are that are pretty talented and actually play and perform and carry themselves above their years. So, um, but well, I think one these of those three would be your son, right? Yeah, you know, I, I think he's I think he's done a good job this year. I think he's done a great job blending in with these guys, and and they've done a great job of 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 welcoming welcoming him in and working him into things. And um, 
But I think all of our young kids have, have, have blended well with our seniors, and our seniors deserve a lot of credit for how that, how, their, how our chemistry has taken shape. So we feel very good about our opportunity. Uh, we know it's going to be a challenge, but we're, we're certainly excited about it, and we'll be looking forward to it when that day comes. Okay. We'll be right back after these messages with more. Make your home more comfortable during this winter weather. A new gas fireplace or existing fireplace remodeled by Hitzer will surely make your fireplace the comfort center of your home. Contact the professionals at Hitzer to talk about gas, wood, and anthracite fireplace options. Want to update the old brick fireplace that you've always had? Stop by Hitzer to see barred beam mantles, custom wood mantles, or stone veneer finishes. Hitzer, your local fireplace design and patio experts. 269 East Main Street in Bern. Here's some straight talk about insurance from auto owners. You may think eliminating the middleman will save you money. When it comes to insurance, you eliminate a lot more. Like the personal service that comes from dealing with a local agent. Someone who lives in your community, who knows you and your insurance needs, and will be there for you when you need them. For the best rates and coverage, call your local independent auto owner's agent. See Mark, Toby, or Barb at Graber Insurance, Highway 27 North in Burn and North 13th Street Indicator. Childbirth is one of the most memorable moments of your life, and Adams Memorial Hospital's Maternity Center offers childbirth education classes to help answer questions you may have about your upcoming blessed event. Sign up now for the next childbirth education class by calling 724-2145, extension 12500. That extension again is 12500. Cost is only $20 for those families delivering at Adams Memorial. Exceptional care, close to home. Your sight is precious. Your eye care professional invaluable. Dr. Alan Harshman's Adams County Vision Center is conveniently located at 815 South 13th Street at Indicator. Dr. Harshman's experience combined with state-of-the-art technology assures you the finest eye care available. Dr. Harshman's Adams County Vision Center offers the latest in contact lenses and frames. Dr. Harshman and his staff look forward to seeing you for all your eye care needs. Call 724-4111. Welcome back to Hitcher Stoves, Fireplaces, and Outdoor Patio Solutions. Randy Fudge and Michael Sprunger here along with uh, Coach McBride and the Norwell Knights. And Michael Sprunger, do you have uh, the Adams Memorial Hospital preview for us? That I do. I got the Adams Memorial Hospital weekend preview. Nothing going on tonight. Um, tomorrow night it's swimming sectional at Jay County. I think all the local teams head down there for that one. Um, Friday evening, boys basketball, Belmont versus Bluffton. Uh, the Norwell Knights, who are in-house tonight, head down to Jay County. South Adams hosting Fort Recovery. Southern Wells heads to Blackford. And also Friday night's the state finals for wrestling gets started with the opening round. That will be carried live here on WZBD as well as stuff on Saturday. So tune in to 92.7 for that. And Saturday, boys basketball, Adam Central hosting Fremont, which is a makeup game, I believe, from uh, either weather or weather. weather, okay. And Belmont hosting Bishop Lures, Bluffton versus Mississinawal. Norwell heads to Woodland, South Adams versus Monroe Central, and... There's also J count at J County sectional the boys swimming finish up then and then Tuesday the 25th is Southern Wells at Westell in boys basketball and also just a heads up at three o'clock on Sunday afternoon it's the IHSA boys basketball 
sectional drawl. So the guys in the room tonight, as well as you and I, Randy, will be interested to see how that goes and what that looks like uh, across the state and for our local teams as well. So that concludes the Adams Memorial Hospital preview. And one more game on the 25th. Another makeup game, Adams Central's playing east side on the 25th. Okay. So that is your Adams Memorial Hospital Week in Preview. Um, I'm just going to give a couple trivia questions to these guys, including Coach. Um, well, yours will be different maybe, but um, can <laughs> I guess you guys can all try it is to spell Mrs. Cinewall. Who wants to try it? Who wants to try it? Go for it. You want me to go yeah, for it? Okay. Got it. That's you, man. So, yeah, spell Mrs. Cinewall. Yeah. M I S S I S S I N E W A. Good job with some help from your friends. It's hey, team effort. I, I, I like I was, it. I was trying to think team of effort. You got caught because you're used to Mississippi, right? And then yeah, yeah. right. Oh. Right. What about uh, do you know what West Dell stands for? What's it abbreviate? West Dell. Yeah. West Delaware. No. Oh, you're really close. I would, yeah. I mean, it probably is Western Delaware. Yeah, there you go. That two for good two. job. Two for two. Okay. Now here's the, here's the this one might be the the tough one out of the three. What is Woodland? How did that become Woodland? The high school name. Because hmm. uh, I got Indian Territory. Um. It's possible. I mean, I, I think that's probably true, but um, that is not right. <laughs> how it got its name. <laughs> they are the Warriors, but yeah. uh, any other guesses from the group? I don't know. Passing the mic. It's the it's the two towns, Woodburn and, and Harlan. Okay. So there's a little trivia for you for an opponent that's coming up, but uh, there you go. <laughs> so you have a question for these guys? Um, yeah, tell us uh, what your future plans look like. We got three seniors and coach, but um, we know coach's future plans are coaching and teaching. <laughs> so go ahead and tell us uh, what you're um, thinking about for next year. Um, I think for next year, obviously I want to go to college. Um, I'm probably going to go to Grace College. I've already verbally committed to run track there. Um, but I'm probably going to go to Grace and get my minor in athletic training exercise science and then I'll just move on to another college and doctorate in physical therapy so you said you had a girlfriend yeah okay is she gonna go with you to grace <laughs> okay yeah honestly honestly yeah she was already she's already there before I verbally committed but that's not really a big factor of mine okay well because I was gonna tell you that I have a friend whose daughter from Bloomington North High School is going to Grace to play softball, mm -hmm. so you know I can I can give you your information. Yeah, she she already um actually signed to go to Grace to play basketball there. So she's same age as you. Yeah. Well, it's good that you didn't make the decision based on her. I mean, it's okay to go to the yeah, same place. Yeah, it wasn't place, my first but, decision. because um, sometimes those don't always relationships don't always last. So, but anyways, so thank you. Yep. Mr. Geiger. Same question. Same question. <laughs> All right. Uh, no trivia. Maybe it is <laughs> trivial. I don't know. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> uh, I've got some options, which is a good problem to have. Um, I've got the opportunity to play basketball at a couple different places, and uh, it's it's coming down to what I want to do, which is sure. sometimes a tough decision to make. <laughs> but um, I'd like to 
either get a bachelor's degree in, in business or possibly if I go to a certain school, ag business. Um, cool. And maybe even play basketball as well. So. so, yeah, kind of a tough decision. It's kind of one of the, it's not the per se the first, but it might be in most kids' lives the first big decision that they really make on their own. Mm-hmm. I mean, mom and dad can kind of give you guidance and whatnot, but um, – you know, it should be up to the individual, and that's where it kind of gets tough. Because, I mean, you you were born and raised where you were, so that's where you went to school. It wasn't really an option. Mm-hmm. Um, but now there are options, uh, plenty. So, awesome. <laughs> well, um, I haven't really decided what college you're going, I'm going to, but I have, like, a couple options. But I want to, like, go, like, the same thing Drew's going, to become, like, a physical therapist and everything. Okay. But, yeah, I have no idea. What college? Anderson's got a program. Yeah. Anderson University. Mm-hmm. So I had a nephew that went there for that. Like yeah. 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 Now he's working for, I don't know, Ortho Northeast or something like that in Fort Wayne. Setting casts and stuff. So, yeah. Uh, Coach, why don't you um, <clears throat> tell us a little bit about um, when we look at your schedule over this last year, there's just one loss. Um, which is, I mean, congrats and hats off to you guys for that. Um, what do you look at with that Mishawaka Marion team? I mean, what were they, you know, able to do that, you know, you guys weren't able to, um, you know, defend or, you know, come up with an offense that worked against their defense or um, just if you want to talk about that a little bit. Yeah, well, first of all, they're a very good basketball team. Um I think they've got four losses. I think they've lost at Lures, um, at Adam, at South Bend Adams. Yeah. Um, they lost at Hamilton Southeastern, <laughs> and then they lost at Culver Academy. So okay. I think when you look at who they've lost to, they've lost to four very good basketball teams, uh, all on the road. Um, okay. Uh, I think certainly playing them on their floor was was impacted the game. They played very well at home, um, and um, it was a great experience for us. It was a great opportunity for us. Uh, great learning. Uh, opportunity for us with the way things played out. Um, sure. It was a six-point game at half. Okay. Um, and um, then the second half, they did a really good job in the third quarter coming out, and uh, they got they, they were able to get to the basket with some penetration. Uh, we, we did not defend uh, their ball screen action as well as we needed to. Um, and then we had some turnovers, a little uncharacteristic of us. Um, but I think you got to give them a lot of credit. Um they they played a they played a very they they changed defenses from a zone to a a one three one and then also some man to man and they just had a lot of activity and and we got a little out of character um, and then Will ended up actually injuring his hand and not playing the fourth quarter so I think there was a combination of some things there um, I thought that was really one of the first times where I felt a couple of our freshman kids played like true freshmen sure um, and. Um, you know, and it could have been a lot of things. We went up the night before, stayed the night, played an 11 a.m. game. Right. You know, does that benefit us? Yeah, What ha- I think so. What happens if we get in the tournament and we've got to go somewhere and stay the night and then turn right. around and play a 10 a.m. game on Saturday morning to open up regional play? We had to then turn around and play Southside afterwards. So we try to set up a situation that emulates that right. regional type of atmosphere. So um a lot of factors went into play but i think the biggest factor was i thought they played really well and i think you have to give them coach Berger and their players a lot of credit um but again like i said they're a very good basketball team um they're certainly going to have an opportunity uh to to they're going to be a very very challenging team to beat in the tournament 
Um, they play in an incredibly talented sectional with Washington, Southern Washington, <laughs> Southern right. St. Joe, Jim Town. It might, if you're going to look at it in 3A, it might be the best, just pure sectional sure. in the state. Sure, uh, right out of the gate with the records and teams. So, but again, um, we learned a lot from it, and I think that um, it helped us to refocus, maybe um, help us to say, okay, hey, we've got to fix this area. Uh, and I felt like we've made some adjustments to some things that we didn't do in that game. And that then went on to help us as we moved into our conference season and um, allowed us to win some important conference games and right. uh, beat a very good Lures team on our floor as well. So I, I think, you know, the best thing about our schedule is it has is, it is done what we needed to do, which is prepare us. Right. We played seven. We, after we play Homestead next Friday, we will have played sure. seven schools from the SAC. Obviously, the NE8 conference is a very good conference. Yeah. And, and then, like I said, we went to Mishawaka Marion and played a top your top five team in the in the 3A. And, yeah. Um, so we, I think we figured up we play basically 10 4A schools on our schedule, and most of them are 3A schools as well. And so our schedule has prepared us for what I think, you know, it needs to do to give us an opportunity in the tournament to be ready for whom we may face and what type of style. Yeah, that's so. In in looking at um, your schedule, you got um, Woodland coming up on the Saturday, and but before that, you go down to Jay County and then finish off with Homestead. And uh, you know, some of your scheduling probably were able to hang on to those teams that you played in the um, Northeast, Hoosier Northeast Hoosier Conference. Yeah, I had to think about it for a minute. It's been a few years. Um, yeah, and then. Uh, was that game against Mishawaka Marion and also I think you played Fort Wayne Southside yep. there as well. Was that a turn? It was a tournament up there. It was a tournament, but they didn't get a fourth team. Okay. And so it just ended up being two games. Okay. Um, we went the year before and lost to Mishawaka Marion in the championship. Okay. Um, and then this year, since it was two games, we just played them right out of the gate. Um, and, um, so yeah, it was a, it was a holiday tournament, um, for this year. Um, we actually have changed that. Next year, we'll be going to Noblesville. Okay. We'll be playing in their tournament. We'll play three games in two days. Awesome. And Noblesville, that'll be a bunch of big schools. So I don't know who was the guy that scheduled that, but we got them next year. <laughs> and these guys are going to graduate. I don't know. Maybe right. we should have went there this year. But <laughs> um, but no, we, we, we do play. I mean, we, we, we you know, and, and the J game is actually at home. It okay. is our senior night. So okay. Friday night, we will finish out with senior night for these guys at home. And then, like you said, we'll go to Woodland, who I think has 13 wins, and then finish mm -hmm. at Homestead. But but we'll play Carroll. We play Homestead. We play Bishop Dwinger, Concordia. I mean, we just we play a lot of really good teams um, to hopefully help get us ready for the tournament. And and our guys got to draw on a lot of experiences. When What level is the possible rematch with Mishawaka Marion? Oh man, um, boy, you'd ask that. I'm just trying, <laughs> trying to think about Jay County. <laughs> um, I think they they go to a different regional than okay. us. So, so the only way we would see them is if we both end up in the semi-state. Okay. I mean, is that a possibility? I, I mean, I certainly think both teams have the ability to advance into the tournament, but you're talking about an awful lot of luck and an awful lot of basketball that has to be played before you get to that point. But yes, they that would be where that would be. Okay, we're going to come back with the Decatur Hardware and Rental Outstanding Performer of the Week and also the Graber Insurance Prognosticators and see how these guys are with their picks. But we need to have another round of messages, so we'll be right back.
Make your home more comfortable during this winter weather. A new gas fireplace or existing fireplace remodeled by Hitzer will surely make your fireplace the comfort center of your home. Contact the professionals at Hitzer to talk about gas, wood, and anthracite fireplace options. Want to update the old brick fireplace that you've always had? Stop by Hitzer to see barred beam mantles, custom wood mantles, or stone veneer finishes. Hitzer, your local fireplace design and patio experts. 269 East Main Street in Bern. Enjoy neighborhood living and peace of mind for your family in a two-bedroom, one-bedroom, or studio apartment at Adams Woodcrest Assisted Living. New address, new home, new life with household amenities including menu choices and times tailored to your liking. A family room with fireplace and bistro, laundry and housekeeping services. A state-of-the-art response system and medication reminders are included too at Adams Woodcrest Assisted Living, 1300 Mercer Avenue in Decatur. For a private tour, call 260-728-4038. We're here at Craigville Appliance. If you're looking for a new washer and dryer, come check out the LG Buys. 5.2 cubic foot on the top load washer. The set's $19.99. Right now, your price $14.99. Save $500. If you prefer front load, we've got a granite gray set. Gas dryers only. Regular price $2,200. Your price $15.99. Save $600. Come into Craigville Appliance. We've got them in stock and ready. Or check us out on web at cappliance.com. At Season Cat, well, appliance.com. Find just what you need to get through the winter weather at Decatur Hardware and Rental. Keep water lines from freezing with pipe insulation and heat tapes. Stay extra cozy with a space heater. Choose from oil fill, quartz, ceramic, or infrared styles. Don't forget to keep all the safety equipment in your car for winter driving. We have ice scrapers, snow shovels, ice melter, jumper cables, flashlights, and gloves. Find the right products and helpful service at Decatur Hardware and Rental across from the buggy plant. Do it best. Welcome back to Hitcher Stowe's Outdoor Patio Solutions and <laughs> Sports Weekly. <laughs> Guys got me laughing here, but uh, welcome back to the show, and we're going to go into our Decatur Hardware and Rental Outstanding Performer of the Week, and I have a couple nominees, and Michael, you and I have, have always gone with uh, championships, and so we're going we're gonna to give a shout-out to uh, Ike Rubel from Belmont for winning the 106 class, and Alex Curry from Adam Central winning the 145 class. But in keeping with what you and I have been doing, we're going to give our Outstanding Performer of the Week to the guys sitting in the, the studio tonight, the Norwell Knights. Oh, yeah. And their right. first Northeast uh, NE8, NE8 yeah. championship. So uh, you're, our, you're our Decatur Hardware Performers of the Week. And as we tell everybody else, we don't have T-shirts to give you. But if we had them, we'd, we'd give them to you. But, uh, we'll give free high fives. You are our Performer of the Week. And we're going to have you guys do some picking now on the Graber Insurance Presents the Prognosticator. And we'll start tonight in a game that I think Indiana could break their road losing streak. It's going to be tough. Indiana at Minnesota in the barn. Yeah, I heard, I heard Minnesota was pretty good. I actually watched a college game, I think it was this week, when they – I forget who they played. Yeah, they're like 500. But uh, I obviously know Minnesota's it's a hard place to play there, but I'm probably going to pick in Indiana. You're going to pick Indiana? Yeah. Okay. Will? Oh, man, I have to pick that. Oh. <laughs> As I sit here wearing my Purdue shirt, I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna go with Minnesota, hopefully. <laughs> so. Okay. Are you a Purdue fan? I am. I well, am. What happened in the last couple games? Oh, man. I, <laughs> <You're a Purdue> <laughs> <fan>. <laughs> I'm assuming they're road games, a couple of them. It seems like they uh, they got to figure it out at home. They just just can't play in away games. They it's, it's all like mental. totally it's different all mental. team. Yeah, it's mental. Okay. Oh, yeah. 
Um, IU, Minnesota. I don't really watch them, but I'm just going to go with IU. <laughs> IU? Coach, who are you taking? Well, it, it, it got to break this, this, this road woes at some point in time. That's uh, what I've been thinking. Now, the barn has never been good to the Hoosiers, let me tell you. Well, you I mean, I mean I'm go- and I go way back with the Hoosiers, and the barn's not been good. Um, but I'll go, I'll, I'm going to go with IU, hoping that they can bust it through here for once. Okay, let's go to a girls' semi-state game. Let's take uh, South Central and Frankton, probably two teams you don't know anything about. Well, I know South Central's got three six-foot girls, just based on listening tonight. Um, and um, Frankton has a good basketball tradition on both the girls' and boys' side. Um, I'm going to go ahead, though, and I'm going to say that – I'm going to say that South Central goes ahead and gets it and advances to the uh, uh, state finals. Okay. Um, I have no <laughs> idea, but my coach knows basketball, so I'm going to agree with him. South Central. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I, I feel like that's it's pretty uncommon to get three six-foot girls, so I'm going to go with South Central. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm with Will. It's kind of intimidating when you hear that a girls team's got three six-foot girls, so I'm going to go with South Central, too. And do you know what South Central's nickname is? No. Anybody? I know what it is. Satellites. 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 You're from that area. So I said on the show last week or week before, it'd be interesting to get South Central to play South Adams and have the Satellites against the Starfires. Throw in Adams Central with the Jets. Well, that's more common. <laughs> I know, no, but like because the Jets and the Radar. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, Michael, we're to our point now for the Craigville Appliance Point After. And you're looking for me. I'm looking for you. To answer the point after. The point after. You know, I think um, something that serves as a lesson to any age group of sports is cheating doesn't pay off in the end. Cheating doesn't prosper? It doesn't pro- – well, you know, there's teams that win, okay. <laughs> but at the end of the <laughs> – example, the Astros, okay. But uh, at the end of the day, you know, I don't know that you can look yourself in the mirror and really feel the same way about that World Series title and, you know, wearing your ring as you would if you hadn't done that. And, you know, they won't say – they won't tell us if they actually cheated during the World Series. But, again, just from what I've heard in the airwaves and different things are read – Jose Altuve batted 427 on at home and 120 something on the road. Okay, what does that tell you? That maybe something was different. That, that, that he hits really good at home. It tells me he <laughs> can play basketball in the Big Ten. It's all mental. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And the commissioner, of course, got some heat because he called it the trophy just a piece of metal. So yeah. things aren't looking good for baseball. They got to do some things. Uh, the Astros' apology was lack thereof. And um, I put air quotes before and after that word, but um, Major League Baseball has got it. It's not going to go away. The All Star Game is in Los Angeles Dodger Stadium, okay. and uh, so no, uh, do more. no, no Pacer basketball tonight, and no Purdue basketball. So our our uh, studio engineer here, Steve, said we can go over a couple minutes. So we'll have one more question for these guys. Oh. It's a two part question. Okay. <laughs> What other sports are you involved in at Norwell? And then you can give a shout-out to anybody you want to shout-out to. <laughs> um, I'm just in track and field after basketball. And what uh, do you do in track and field? Hurdles. Hurdles. High? Yep, 110 and then 300. 
Both of them. Yep. So, yeah, you're fast and you can jump? Yeah. Right. I used to do a long jump and then I screwed up my knees. But you can still do hurdles? Yep. Okay, and who do you want to shout out to? Um, I guess I'm just going to shout out my family back home in Austin because they're probably listening right now because they're really excited and hearing that we were going to come here today. Okay. Mr. Greger? Oh, uh, well, I, uh, I play, or I, excuse me, I, I run and throw and track. So, okay. uh, I run the 400 meter dash and the, and then I, a uh, little bit of 800 and then I throw shot put and discus. Okay. And who you want to shout out to? Oh man. Um, and my mom's <laughs> listening right now, so I got to choose. <laughs> it's pretty tough. Oh, you can shout out to both of them. Both of them. Yeah. All right. I'll go ahead and uh, shout out <laughs> Kristen Geiger, my, uh, beloved mother and, uh, Kimley Stoppenhagen, my, my very sweet girlfriend. <laughs> Can I pass? And an, an NEA championship. That's what he got her. Yeah. I guess I was a little busy then. Yeah, I didn't give my wife anything either, so trophy's sitting on the table. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, I, uh, I play soccer in the fall. I don't do anything. In the spring, I played soccer for, like, all my high school career for varsity. And I would like to give a shout-out to, um, I don't know, my family, um, friends, all of them, and one my girlfriend. Okay. <laughs> okay. And what's her name? Kennedy Vashon. We didn't get the first young man's girlfriend's name. Yeah, we do my girlfriend. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess since everybody else is shouting out their girlfriends, we had to shout mine, uh, Kenzie McMahon. You had to be reminded, dude. <laughs> and Adam, and Adam's, and Adam's <laughs> County girl. Yeah. She has yeah. a Belmont. Okay. Coach? Oh, uh, well, I don't play any more sports now. I used to play baseball. Okay. And um, used to coach my kids in baseball, and I don't do it as much now just because they're playing and I'm – with basketball it makes it a little busier but uh, I'm a big baseball fan um I give a shout out to uh my my wife and my my kids at home um I'm not sure if they're listening or not because I think she's running them around to basketball workouts tonight and but I'm gonna give a shout out to them just want to say thanks for their support because um you know it's uh it, it's a lot of time it's a lot of energy and a lot of sacrifice, and I really appreciate them and what they do for, for me and allow me to do the work with these guys. So, Coach McBride, thank you for coming to the show. And, uh, guys, thanks for being on tonight. And you guys can go back and put in podcasts, and you can go back and listen again uh, next week or down the road sometime. But uh, really do appreciate you, and congratulations again on your your uh, record so far, 18-1, and and your championship, and best luck in the remaining time this season has to offer. Well, we appreciate that, and, and thanks for having us on, and, and maybe we can do it again sometime. Sounds great. Thank you for listening.